0: Welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly Scottish dose of all things gaming. If you are new around here, I'm Jess and I am joined, as always, by Pure Dead Craig. Hi. Hola. And Andy. Hi, Andy. Hey, Oop. We are a group of Scottish gamers and we host a weekly podcast every Thursday breaking down all the latest gaming news and new releases and we also publish written reviews over at PureDayGaming.com and video content on the old YouTube and Twitch. In this week's episode we'll be looking at the judges verdict on the Microsoft versus FTC trial, various bits of news including that from EA this week's releases what we've been playing plus we're going to delve into the past in our newest feature looking at the first PlayStation magazine published how exciting if you head to our bio.link you can find all our social accounts including threads oh yeah yeah if you found us via threads then I hope you enjoy listening and unwinding
1: and spilling yes.
0: yep um, yeah hope you're ready for your first episode
1: oh yeah
0: how are you we this week,
2: guys? I'm double dabbledosey. What's been happening? You know, I was thinking today how you should have a t-shirt that is just your face.
1: Right. Yeah. I front, like it.
2: In front of a Greg's cup, and then there's like two cream eggs dropping into the cup. You know what I mean? To somehow mm. we can symbolise that drop, and then bloop, bloop. You know what I mean? Just you going. <laughs> Okay.
1: I mean, I don't want to break the immersion, but it is well over a year since I've had like a cream egg <laughs> in, a, in a coffee. <laughs> it's
0: not the season though, they're not, I mean, you probably can find them in shops still, but it's not the season for cream eggs.
1: That's true. So... Are, they
2: the seasonal for... Are they actually a
1: seasonal thing? Aye, Easter. <laughs> no, they're, they're
2: a chocolate thing though. They can, you get them whenever you want, can
1: you not? I think so. Hi think... is
2: that right?
0: I mean, as I say, I think you can find them at all times of year if you really tried. But you'll, f- dark, you'll find dark more reaches of, them. of
1: the internet that you can yeah. get them.
2: <laughs> what else is seasonal then? Like, what other? Easter
1: eggs. I know that for fuck's sake. But like, Mince what? pies. Oh, right. Although I think you can actually get them all year round as well. Yeah, also hot cross buns.
0: You- I've seen them. I thought they were only at Easter, but oh no, you get
2: them all the time. They're
1: yeah. just not as they're just not on the end of an aisle. Yeah, not an offer. That's true. Yeah. God, I sold the caramel cross, hot cross, but I'm gonna fucking diet. Stop it, right? Okay, moving right. on from the fish. What you fucking moving stop it on? Speaking of eating, you heard about the the killer whales that orcas that have apparently been like attacking humans. No, so this was like I think it was like a couple of weeks ago. Um. And there's been, like, articles and stuff like that that uh, are <laughs> talking about how orcas... There's, like, an, a massive uptick in orcas attacking, like, yachts and stuff like that and attacking humans, and they, they're not sure, like, what the reason behind it is. And then they had sort of said that there was, like, a specialist come in and he said, yeah, I, there's nothing to suggest that it's about revenge.
2: Why <laughs> that right, thought even come into his head?
1: Yeah, like... Is there like a thread-style social media platform that all the orcas are fucking connecting on and being like, Let's get these cunts. Like, yeah, they, they, they talk to each other, don't they? Well,
2: why? but... It, so maybe one's been wronged somewhere. And they've yeah, just get, they're they're now like, got a
1: vendetta. Burr. And they're
2: they're like, what? What are you saying, pal? <laughs> right, give me a week and I'll be there. Square go. Where are you? Pacific? Right, give me a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll come
1: and get, I'll come and help you, pal. The, be- the, the best part of this I saw, though, I think it was on social media. And someone had posted some absolute tit, had posted something, Say like, and it was a serious tweet, because at first I thought it was like a joke, but then the comments on the tweet and then their comments subsequently made it clear that it was not a fucking joke. And it was clearly some well-to-do nonce. And they were like, I, I just don't understand why these orcas are attacking wealthy people. Because <laughs> like, the other ones in New Yorks, and you're like, oh, well, are they not attacking the council yachts? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? There's a, there's,
2: a, there's a specific clientele on yachts. There's Aye, No, as
1: exactly. You're like, there's a sort of barrier to entry. I don't Aye. think. I don't think they're like, oh the rich folk taste better I think they're just like there's only a specific set of people on fucking yachts
2: I don't think they fucking take monopoly money
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah if you're on a yacht be careful because there's orcas about
2: there's orcas
0: orchestrating stuff
2: (laughs) (laughs) there she is
1: (laughs) she's showing up early the night (laughs) alright She's been quiet for about two minutes, clearly working on that.
2: <laughs> exactly, she's been brewing. thank you, some.
1: Hey, thank you, some. a conversation. I can unleash this. <laughs> Where are they
2: actually doing though? Are they jumping up onto the, like,
1: the deck? I think they're just uh, t- ramming the boats and stuff like that, from what I've heard. Like, fuck, man. Yeah, because usually they're obviously quite peaceful, but...
2: Like, the size of them, like, terrifies me. The sheer scale of them. Like, mm. that's something that scares me. Is like, if I was ever in. The, that's why I don't go in the water. I don't like water. Like, the sea, the ocean. Like, mm-hmm. I'll go in a lock because it's cut off. You know what I mean? The what, lock. About lo- what about
1: Loch Ness? <laughs> We're fucking Scottish. We're predisposed to be fucking fear of <laughs> locks.
2: All right. Well, right. I won't go in Loch Ness. <laughs> right. That's the only one I'm not going. Right. But every other one, I think, is fine. Okay. Um, but the sea, ah, the sea is just, for me, like, it's just like so much in there, you don't know about the sheer scale of stuff. Imagine you were in the scene and just, like, like what would terrify me, like, something so innocuous is like, if you were in the scene, a ship passed you and you'd be like, fuck! And, like, this, like, the sheer, like, scale of it. Mm-hmm. And you get but, fucking dragged
1: under the I, propeller or something. I would,
2: like, <sighs> fucking terrify life
0: at me. Well, you have not yet played Dave the Diver.
1: No. I have not. More Where than... the
0: depths of the ocean can be unveiled. Yes, more than that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so... At the weekend, we, normally only a Saturday night, if we're not going out or having, well, we don't go out, let's be honest. When We've we don't, get kids. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Our social life has been destroyed.
0: <laughs> we'll watch a movie. I like to go, Saturday night, that's a movie night, right? So we debated yeah. about what to watch, and then we finally came up with the Adjustment Bureau,
1: which yes. is an old film, Plus,
0: 2013, was Chris 2013.
1: Um, no, it? I suppose. 2013. No. Has- Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon, Damon yeah, yeah. So
0: that's that. And Emily Blunt. And also, and appeared in the credits, Pedro Pascal. Now, if you don't know, I'm a big fan of Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And Craig was like, oh, he's in it, your man's in it. And I was like, great, let's watch that. So I'm waiting, <laughs> and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. 50 minutes in, maybe?
1: So it was a while. You were getting antsy.
0: They're, they go into a restaurant, and there's a shot from, like, they're sitting outside at a table in the restaurant and the waiter seats them but you only see this from like through a window and I was like oh, there he is finally yes he's there never to be seen again that was it that's it one shot so you, one can, shot's all you can imagine my disappointment for the rest of the movie when Craig's like that's what that's lured him. me in he's you know
1: that's it I was trying to do something nice I was trying to give her a bit of petrol <laughs> turns out a wee bit was all she got mm-hmm it's not my no, I thought eh? yeah that left her wanting more, I, think. I mean, what's obviously happened there is, like, when that film was released, he was probably right down the bottom of the credits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, he subsequently worked his way That's up the ladder. What That's what they do, isn't it? <laughs> and is he's, that... he's now, like, third build, yeah. <laughs> even though he's unnamed actor number th- unnamed uh, fucking yeah. servant number three or whatever. Because I watched one the other night.
2: Well, I started watching it because it was shite. And, and it was, like, that idea with Ryan Reynolds it looked as if he was the star he's the he's the one on the fr- the front thing this is when back in 2001 or something like that it's called finder's fee i um, never seen that it's about this guy that f- uh, finds a wallet as he's walking into his flat and then in the wallet he phones the guy and says I'll get your wallet but then as he's looking through it he finds a lot of the ticket and it happens to be the winning number mm-hmm. and it's got 6 million on it and then the guy whose uh, ticket it is comes to the poker game they're at, like and he's flat and it's a dilemma of does he tell him does he not tell him that kind of thing right. and it makes it look as if Ryan Reynolds is the star
1: right okay
2: he's really not but that's I hate it when they do that
1: yeah I I totally agree like it's just funny actually you brought up Ryan Reynolds did you see the thing IGN did about his top 10 films no now this isn't voted for this is just somebody at IGN right Clear, clearly, with somebody with fucking shite taste and all. By the way. Oh, Christ, what you
2: went for?
1: So they put out. It's it's probably like a cumulative IGN list, but this is the top ten Ryan Reynolds films. From ten to one. I can go from ten to one. I do ten to one. <laughs> Number ten, definitely, maybe. Number
2: what? Ne- what one's that again? What is that? that's a Rob. It's a Rob. I don't
1: think I've seen it. I'm not sure. Who's in it, William? Do you
2: know? Have to look I'll just up. tell you in two seconds. Hold on. A pro- a political consultant tries to explain his impending divorce and past relationships to his twelve year old daughter. Okay, that's
1: in. Might shit. might be all right. Okay, number nine. Adventureland.
2: Adventureland. What's what's that?
1: Again, don't remember that one. <laughs> I don't remember that. Possibly another indie pick.
2: Adventure. Oh no, that's good. That's a good film. But he's not really in that much. Is he? I do think he was that big in
1: that. Okay. Number eight, The Proposal. Oh, fuck's sake. I actually quite like that. I it's the first film me and Jess ever watched. Right.
0: How does he remember shit like this? <laughs> it's
1: the first <laughs> film we ever watched on our first date. Like Granted, in hindsight, like a bit weird to watch a film called The Proposal on your first date. I know, hint, <laughs> hint, no, I know. I say, look,
2: you're in for love.
0: Yeah, I know, well, ten years later, eh? I...
1: Twelve. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you proposed, 12 fucking years later. You proposed 10 years later.
1: Right, okay. At least you've got your timeline right. We are now married. Okay. Yeah. Number seven, Buried. That's good. See, I've never watched it because I don't like Horrible. films where it's just one person in a sole location. Oh, it's done so well. Yeah, I've heard that. So that's fine. Number five, Free Guy. I like that film.
2: That's alright. I've f- put it up there
1: that high, though. I, I'm not too... I, I quite like that one. Number four, Detective Pikachu that was a good actually, wasn't it it's alright number three The Adam Project I didn't read. It,
0: it's
2: it's good know.
1: but I don't think it's his third best film no I don't but that just reminded me of my childhood
2: watching films like that all on right. a Sunday morning that felt very nostalgic that
1: film for me I loved that film number two Mississippi Grind yeah that's good I don't think I've seen that yeah that's good As like he's a po- oh, he's like a poker player yeah That's actually no bad. A number one Deadpool.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Deadpool would be high up. Yeah. To me, where the fuck is Waiting? Waiting? Uh Uh-huh. What's that? Sorry. What is that? You've never seen Waiting. I um, don't know.
0: It's like a comedy in a restaurant.
1: You must have seen it. No.
2: They've they've missed quite a few ones. I mean, Red Notice
1: is good. Red Notice is good,
2: aye. I would put Red Notice on before a couple of those shiters. Aye. And then the the Hitman's Bodyguard. Hitman's
1: Bodyguard's good. good. There's an early film that he did that I really like called Foolproof, where they are like bank robbers or something like that. It's him and two of his pals. It's like 2001. It was good. What oh, about Van Wilder as well? Van Wilder, that was the one, when I posted this online, that was the one that most folk came back with, where the fuck is Van Wilder? Exactly, to,
2: that's like his proper breakout one I think.
1: To me, Waiting's number one.
2: Waiting, really?
1: Yeah. Is oh, good? I think it's fucking excellent.
2: Uh, I'll tell you one thing though, and it's quite probably a sleeper hit it is, that Mississippi Grind is actually a really good film. Right. I
1: would
2: I would definitely check that out. I will. I um, do like Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to
1: pick from because he's in fucking everything but I like Safe House as well Safe House oh, with Daniel Washington yeah. that's good it's
2: a basic film but it's fucking done Yeah. Really well Aye, that's good too yeah. or oh, The Green Lantern right let's
0: not make this a Ryan Reynolds podcast and no
1: that's a spin-off podcast talk,
0: talk about him all day but one more thing on, on movies that I wanted to bring up and thanks to Punk from What the Fuck Do You Want podcast um there was a story that came out of Ireland. Um, yes,
1: yes, this is fucking they, great.
0: So the the article headline here is Theatre investigate indecent image shown at Super Mario Brothers screening. Right. So apparently, obviously there was a screening of it and some sort of pornographic shot appeared.
1: Oh, so they spliced it in. I don't know. Apparently, that, so they're there, the school's there watching the film mm. and I think it's during the film at some point there's uh, one, I, one splice has those, there's like three seconds of a girl what tits out just appears uh,
2: somebody spliced it into the
1: film best field trip ever <laughs> it,
2: was pri-
0: it was primary school children cake. right <laughs>
1: <laughs> primary school children like tits as well I uh, know that would be a memory for life oh, I, wouldn't it that would be a I remember going to, the, going to the cinema a couple of times with the school and if tits oh, had wow. appeared that would have made my day
0: I mean
1: I'm more of an ass guy well, can maybe I get an arse? <laughs> well,
0: that's
1: funny though. So I wonder it's, how it happens. It's that pending one...
0: investigation. Yeah, anyway. I want an update because there's no
1: way it happened by mistake. Like, that's a fucking real. No, somebody's somebody's done it on put purpose. That
2: in. I mean, back in the day, you'd have to actually splice it into the film, but I don't know how it would
1: be. Must be all the digital, digital these days, but it still was. Just poppy... Aye. There's no so... way it was an accident though. No. no.
2: No. Somebody's got to get that for someone. Look out the perfect tits and
1: <laughs> space it in. <laughs> yeah. So what about threads? Are you are you on threads yet? I have no idea what you're talking about. For fuck's sake!
0: That's why it says our our request to follow you is pending because you've clearly not activated it yet.
2: I've not activated nothing. Where is this? Sorry.
1: So what happened was. Because Twitter was on its ass, I think it was coming anyway, but it seems like they expedited the situation. Um, Zuckerberg has put out his own sort of Twitter-style social media platform. And so it's sort of attached to Instagram almost. So if you have Instagram, you can basically activate your account with like two button presses. And it's essentially Twitter, but it's called Threads. Right. And it doesn't have as many features just now, but it seems to have... A, a sort of more chilled vibe I would say about it like people are so far, I think because it's like a new yeah. social media platform people are being nice to each other like whereas uh, where I know whereas on Twitter there's a lot more fucking a clarity. lot more toxicity and death yeah. threats but um, yeah I mean it's to be fair it's it's still hard to know I think if it's going to stand the test of time but so far certainly I mean in five days they've had a hundred million people sign up which is insane. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking it's people. Massive. A lot of people. Who's,
2: who's, so, is it on a different, is it on a platform or is it? It's, it's, a, it's different a different app that you need
1: to download, but you can Threads. kind of. Threads. Right. Yeah. I think when you look for it, it says Threads, an Instagram app or something like that, but yeah. right, it's, it's essentially, it looks like Twitter, but it's, um, Another one. Another one. I can't be fucked with that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not downloading that. I'm sorry, I can't
2: be fucked with that.
1: That's one less follow there, Jess. <laughs> Just fuck I don't really
0: be fucked with that. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are head-to-head on this a little bit, and I think Musk's put in some sort of going to stop stealing our stuff, or, or otherwise you're in trouble. Yeah, so he?
1: he's, from what I understand, and... I don't understand a lot about it because I've not bothered reading into it. But yeah, Musk is not pleased because it's clearly very much like Twitter. And so he's taking them to court, I think, because he's like, you clearly fucking stole the formula for twitter mm-hmm. but to be fair part of the reason that is like that is because there's a lot of people that used to work for twitter that got sacked yeah that then he hired that did so happen. I su- I, so i suppose that would happen and i mean how much can you really change it you know what i mean It is an app where you like i suppose you're like posting it's, it's based. i mean the app is essentially instagram but you don't have to put pictures or videos in it that is essentially what it is mm-hmm. it's a mix of that and twitter yeah but yeah so this is sort of intensified the battle between these two Mm -hmm, yeah so we
0: did ask we did ask online on twitter and on threads in a battle between these two who would win and who should be on the undercard
1: yeah and so just for a bit of context they have the two of them have said they want to fight each other
0: I mean it's not going to
1: happen no but Dana White is like trying to put <laughs> like Dana White's been in an interview. it has been wanna, like the
2: amount of money that would bring and, oh, yeah, that's what true. is the stakes though what is the stakes involved in
1: it I'm not sure if they've got that far you
2: each other's companies Twitter or threads so.
1: but I think da- so Dana White's come out and said he was like the two of them are deadly serious about this and we are looking to put it together oh no way it would be fucking hilarious yeah it would I honestly think like Elon
2: would demolish him a day I just think Elon's a bit in a terrible. physical fight, yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: And he's, he's, a, f- he's a fat old guy. You <laughs> <But he does, laughs> see him? He does do like traditional. He does, like aye, but I but I think they both do stuff like Zuckerberg's. And but if, if the fight went more than like three minutes, if no. fucking Android boy was like fucking dotting about, <laughs> like he's not gonna run out of energy because he's not human. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's I'd good, be. It's a good point. I'd be cunted on the walkout.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did get a couple of of suggestions though if should be on the undercard. So Emperor Craig said Richard Branson versus Alan Sugar.
1: I'd oh. pay to see that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sticks and Stone said I know Elon has been training in BJJ. What's that? Blood Brazilian rubs?
1: Brazilian jiu jitsu. Right. Who's
2: winning the Al- <laughs> uh, Alan Sugar
0: and Richard
1: Branson though? Branson surely. Probably Branson. Yeah. He, he looks is. like see Richard Branson. He looks like the type of guy that if one of his planes went down and like over like Alaska or something like that that he'd be the one that would be alive at the end, having eaten everybody else okay. <laughs> It's the vibe I get from him you think, get the cannibal vibe? I, I just think he's got a survival instinct about him that would kick in right,
2: Who else,
0: Jess? Um, <laughs> Philip Schofield versus the unnamed BBC presenter <laughs> That's a good one <laughs> Um, Baz said Sir Clive Sinclair in his C5 versus Stephen Hawking in an afterlife rage in a spectrum cage
1: that'd be good it's nice to be inclusive as well
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah. and just another comment from Susie Baggs who says Musk has the weight and pure rage on his side but I think Zuck would use his head and fight wisely hard to call but I'm saying Musk
1: you couldn't have missed that fucking head the fucking size of that forehead in that guy I'm pretty sure that's the bit they open up to reprogram them. <laughs> that's the hard one. You could fucking la- you could you could land a blow in that forehead for outer space. <laughs> fucking huge. Um Yeah, it would be a little bit like Remember when WrestleMania, when it was uh, Trump against Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't let them fight, so they ended up it was like Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley and Demaga De yeah Wrestling at 23 Stone Aye, and Stone Cold as the referee um, but a little bit like that like if I reckon if this ever yeah. was to happen then it would be something like they would each choose somebody to fight for them do you know what I mean
2: no I think they would I think, look, I get the impression that Elon Musk would want to do it I very much doubt that Martin Zuckerberg wants to do this I really do it's all of course I'll do it and then if action starts coming take Dana White's like right I've got the venue booked Oh, oh, I've got a lot of programming to do. I've got got, a lot of programming to do. (laughs) Messenger is in a real state right now. I need to reprogram that shit.
1: I think the co main event should be Jim Ryan against Phil Spencer in Mm. a third party exclusive on a poll match. Mm. There you go. That would be quite good. Or Biden and Trump. That would. Can you, that would be like Trump to, would kill him. see just to bring it back to uh, he's got a close line you
2: know what I mean
1: just bring it back to wrestling that would be like the nacho man and the huckster at Wrestlemania 12 I don't remember where like Biden yeah, would probably could. die on the way down to the ring because <laughs> he's that fucking old probably that guy yeah, he would get that, lost
2: he would get lost on the way to the ring <laughs> he would end up at a fire exit where the fuck's Biden going he's oh, I'm going to get you Trump and he just walks out the building <laughs> or you can hear him still going where is he <laughs>
0: okay we got so many questions in this week that we've decided to have question corner Mm
2: -mm.
1: i do enjoy a question corner
0: yeah okay first up flying taco he said i am not against an ac black flag remake but how come the team didn't have much pushback on this remake after 10 years but the last of us being remade was out of order
1: Because, right, so they both did release in 2013, but The Last of Us had a remaster in 2014. And also The Last of Us remake came out last year. So it was like after either nine or eight years, depending on which one you look at. And this Black Flag remake has just now been talked about, so it's not going to come out for like another four years. So by the time it does come out, it'll be like 15 years, not eight that's that's my issue with it. And I still think it's a bit soon because Black Flag well I dunno I did try and play Black Flag about six months ago and it is a little bit tough. it's quite that little, it? I it's got to the point where it's not very fluid. Like it felt fluid at the right. time, but you just keep fucking like I dunno. And I it's remember this happened made at, other iterations. I now. I remember this a little bit at the time, but there's very much a sort of I didn't ask you to climb that fucking tree. Oh, he's jumped off the tree. Fuck you like you know I mean. You're like <laughs> there's like a chase sequence and when AC got it right, you could do those chase sequences where it was quite fluid and stuff. But then all yeah. it took is one thing, and he'd be fucking trying to climb up a wall. He couldn't aye, climb they up. In the,
2: when they're running the trees, and he does that thing where he kind of like slides But then it wouldn't happen. And, aye, oh, yeah.
1: fucking hell. And he'd have to restart it, and yeah, aye, there was know. there was a lot of that. So aye, I think it could do with it, but yeah, there will be a much bigger gap. I think that's why. Mm. That's
0: but I mean, they've got... 11 games or something like that in the works. I
1: know, they've not got enough to do. We're not gonna be hurting for any Assassin's Creed games. No. Plus, it is fucking hilarious that it's the, and we spoke about this last week, I think, but it's hilarious that it's the Skull and Bones team. Like, mm-hmm. all folk wanted after Black Flag was Black Flag 2. Ubisoft put out a thing saying, What would you like to see next? And everyone's like, ah, A pirate game. So they go and make Skull and Bones. That fucker's still not out yet. <laughs> And they're now trying to make Black Flag 2. If they just look and done that in the first place instead of this shit that nobody wants.
0: Yep, you said it. Um, Gary wrote in and said I don't know if it's fuelled by all the toxicity around the Activision deal but it feels like fanboyism specifically between Xbox and Playstation is at an all time high recently I have seen multiple people in the industry say that they're going to take a step back from interacting with gamers because of this my question is do you guys feel it too do you get worn down by snide comments and nastiness nah I
1: definitely feel
0: it but I don't get nothing
2: Nothing really affects me.
1: What's that? Water off a duck's back. Okay. I don't fucking care. Like I mean, don't be me wrong, like, I'm sure there's people that got a lot more fucking hate than we do. We don't get that much of it actually, to be fair, nah. but anytime can I do we get like some? Oh, I get fucking DMs and stuff like What? I tell me to fuck off and stuff. Not every day, or anything like that, but I do get it sometimes, but I'm just I don't give a fuck. You can like see anyone try it's to for get real a, by the way. I, mm. See anyone try to get a rise off of me on the internet? Good fucking luck. Like I, I, I genuinely don't, don't particularly treat the internet like real life. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, like I, I, I don't get wound up about stuff online. I just fucking shut my laptop and then go and spend time with Jess or spend time with the kids and fucking touch grass. Like, I, I couldn't give a fuck about what somebody says to me. Or a touch a vagina. Aye. Um, what I don't get is like...
2: when I mean, That was the grass metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't
1: get
2: that like, people spend their time on something that's negative like that like that obviously they're, they're annoyed they're worked up they're angry and they're spending time in their day like, messing you you like, do they feel better about yourself after that or something or are they, are they just more worked up that you've ignored them you know what I mean I don't know because they want you to react yeah, that's what it is they want you to react which I do. never do so that, that'll that kill them uh, that's the best thing to do is just ignore them I just, what they want is you to take time out your day to go explain yourself or just like get in a row with them so they can get you know what I mean Polibous.
1: yeah I just I don't obvious. know I think a lot of the time like see if you do get when you get messages like that like you, I think yeah, a lot of the time you just go that person can't be happy in their life like I almost, you almost feel like, well, not sorry for them I'm not trying to look down on them but do you know what I mean you're just kind of like I mean like, what what's the state of your fucking circumstances when <laughs> you, felt the, need, you felt the need to fucking they're do looking, this they're
2: looking for negativity see if you look for negativity you'll find it mm. Mm. everywhere
1: And that, see, to be fair, like, obviously we'll come on to it with, like, the news out of Microsoft and Activision uh, today, but there's been so much, as, in fact, as the, Gary, as Gary said, like, he reckons it's all sort of, the reason it's heightened just now is around this Activision deal. I've not been on Twitter since that news broke. Mm. It must be fucking carnage on the other now. Like, like, see what I said about threads seeming to, at the moment, be a more kind of positive place, like... Fuck me! Twitter could burn to the ground tonight because it's you on both sides. It's gonna be like a running war. Like they've been at each other for months over this, and now it looks like Xbox is potentially gonna come out on top with the deal. And fuck me, see the victory laps that'll be going tonight.
2: Why did be- people have just bought a physical bit of electronic? You know what I mean. It, I know. You don't. You're not associated with this company in anyway. No. I could understand if you like fucking helped raise it from the fucking ground up that it was, like, Aye. a part of
1: you. You've literally, or you were a shareholder or something. You've
2: literally just bought a fucking product. You're a consumer. You know what I mean? See, if you fucking started washing your head with, like, fucking, what, I don't know, Vidal Sassoon, and I'm, like, head and shoulders, i like, how fucking dare you? Get, get that in the bin. <laughs> head and shoulders! That's my product! Exactly. What the fuck, man? I, I don't understand it. I honestly don't. I
0: suppose you, um, you can liken it to football and stuff as well. Do you know what I mean? If you're a
1: fan yeah. of something and you're... But I think football, sure football is about fans and stuff like. Do you know what I mean? Like I just like, when you break this down, it's like I don't know. I'm not against anyone that's like happy. I mean, we've got some people that've wrote in that are happy about the deal, but like, I don't know. People that are like championing this deal going through, you're like, you're cheering for Microsoft.
2: Aye, they don't they're, make
1: enough money have you they're, like, they're one of the biggest most cutthroat businesses in the fucking world like, why know. would you be like oh yes Microsoft has more power the small like, guy
2: wins again
1: <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> do you know what I mean I love an underdog story I, but I love it some of them are acting like and I think it's weird it's because like in the gaming space Xbox is kind of the underdog and so, some people look at it and go, oh, they are rooting for the underdog, but then you're like, but who's behind that underdog? The billion you know I mean? dollar underdog. <laughs> the underdog that's fucking owned by Microsoft. Mm. And even still, I mean, like, technically, if you look at money-wise, Sony would be the underdog, but, like, you're like, they're a fucking huge company as well. It's not like anybody should fucking feel sorry for them. Mm. Like, I, I wouldn't... Feel sorry for Nintendo. I mean, they're big. <laughs> they're
2: and doing they're their ju- own thing. Aye, they're just <laughs> off in a fucking corner playing with
1: blocks. <laughs> Uh,
0: <laughs> so, supposedly though that um, a, a sort of name NX2 did appear on like developer something or other so like the Switch 2 might be on its way might be hmm.
1: it's about fucking time <laughs> isn't it yeah. that's long overdue yeah there was a few of them actually come out saying that they reckon it'll be on par power wise with like a PS4 <laughs> 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 uh, what is wrong with them I, I suppose they just want to make it
2: cheap, don't they? That's the whole point. They, they, it they,
1: want to, they probably want to keep that form factor, but it's like it can be portable as well. So I suppose yeah. when it is, like you need to keep it reasonable. When was it out again, the Switch? When it's 2017.
2: 2017.
0: Yeah. Oh. I was really hoping, it's been Amazon Prime Day, I was really hoping there'd be a wee knockoff deal on the Zelda OLED, but no such luck.
1: No. And mm. we're a limited edition, that. I know. If anything, it's going to go up in price. You was actually about to buy another fucking Switch. Off. you know, you not get
2: two already.
0: Uh, yes. Yes.
1: I'm just, I get three. I'm just really invested in Nintendo hitting that 155 million. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo
0: fanboy here. Right. Um, okay, moving on. Helldivers 2 received a new PlayStation blog feature that discussed the game's armor and weapon customization and sort of general gameplay. Alex wrote in and said, did you watch the Helldivers combat trailer? This is one of my most anticipated games of 2023 now. Any insight on when it's going to release and also any chance we get it free with PlayStation Plus?
1: I think it'd be smart to give it a PlayStation Plus. like It's like a service game. And I think it looks like you possibly can play it yourself, but most people are going to play it in co-op and I don't see a lot of people buying this. So if they want... If they want a player base, like I think it would be smart to get it is, away in PlayStation Plus.
0: There is that, but how long have they been making it? Surely they have to recoup right. some cash on it.
1: That's the thing, aye. It's been in development for about 10 year. Well, 8 year. Aye. I, I don't think they're going to... I think they're going to sell it, but mm-hmm. I think it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think some people buy it. I think it, it looks like... I, I had no interest in it, and I checked the trailer, and I was like, that actually looks alright. I would maybe check it out, but I'm not paying money for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: it's not a game for me, but I can appreciate that it looks like it would be fun to play. Yeah, I thought it
1: was funny actually. I I made I took a screenshot. So when I went on to check the trailer of it, um the, the first recommended video at the side was How to Make People Respect You. No, what does it say? The video was called How to Make People Respect You If You're Quiet That was the video. And it had like fucking twelve million views. <laughs>
0: And did you I, watch and find out the answer, Craig? What I, is the answer to I did that?
1: Not. Nine minutes and ten seconds. How to make people respect you if you're quiet? I really hope it's just a nine minute video of someone just staring at the screen saying nothing, <laughs> and then right then just goes, "Fucking respect me now, don't you?" Legend. <laughs> <laughs> <Imagine. laughs> and see if, see if it's not. I might make that video. <laughs> it's Part two. But no, I didn't watch it because I never shut up, so I don't don't know how to do it. Yeah, I don't think you could be accused of being quiet. I couldn't be quiet long enough for Emdy to respect me. He's
2: like, I'm going to make a nine minute silence video, like 30 seconds
1: in. I can't do it. Uh... So let me tell you about my day. Oh dear. Mm.
0: Okay, we'll move on to this week's biggest releases then, so if you're not being drowned in games at the moment and are looking for something new, then let's take a look at what is on the release calendar this week. So first up, Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals. So this is a supernatural mystery slash horror graphic adventure game developed by Night School Studio and published by Netflix on windows playstation 5 playstation 4 nintendo switch android and ios via netflix Um, it's coming out on the 12th of july and it is also set five years after the first *Oxenfree*, free which was released back in 2016 and it follows riley as she returns to her hometown of kamina is that how i say it i believe so yeah, to investigate some strange electromagnetic waves. The trailer seems to kind of indicate you're playing like in different timelines. There's kind of spooky ghosts from the other side and some sort of special radio that you have.
1: Yeah, you had the special radio in the first game, which was really good. Uh, it's like a it's 2D, um, but really nice art style. It's the same team that made the after party game, mm-hmm, which yeah. was when you had to try and outdrink the devil.
0: Yeah, I remember that one.
1: Which was really—it was actually better than Oxenfree. But um, no, this looks really good. It looks very similar. it Looks like just more of the same. Like, obviously, it'll highly come down to if the story's better or not. Is mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I I'm mean, I expect w- it to be good.
0: This was scheduled for last year, but then they delayed it, like in September to this right. year. So it, they've had extra time to hopefully.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I don't like. They've made two games this team, and they're both excellent. So I expect it will be pretty good.
0: Mm. Not on Xbox, just to point yeah, out.
1: Yeah, interesting. It's on fucking everything, mm-hmm. and Netflix seemingly have like a little bit of beef about Game Pass, and so I think that's why they're skipping Xbox just now, like because it's on fucking. I mean, it's on Netflix, <laughs> it's on iOS, but uh, I am not coming to Xbox at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's like a shot across the across the waves.
0: Maybe. We also have Gravity Circuit, which is a sort of flashy, action-packed 2D platformer in the spirit of console classics. You follow Kai, a lone operative war hero who harnesses the mysterious powers of the Gravity Circuit on an adventure in a futuristic world inhabited by robots. Coming to PlayStation Switch PC on July 13th.
1: So this is another one that everything except Xbox?
0: I, I would appear that way, yes.
1: I'll be honest, I chose this game because it sounded like the least bad of the available games coming out. I thought we should <laughs> at least have three releases mentioned. Mm-hmm. And everything... There was two games that are arguably big, although one of them can get in the fucking bin. Uh, more than that in a minute. Um, and I needed a third game and I thought Gravity Circuit sounded like it could be a game where some of the other stuff was really fucking terrible. Mm. So, not necessarily... Ch- check a trailer before you before you dive into this one, because it might be guff. Right.
0: Craig's not holding his hands up and recommending no. this one as of yet. I'm not, taking the,
1: yet. For, I'm not right. taking the hit for Gravity Circuit.
0: Okay. Will you take the hit for Exo Primo? You going to recommend that one, Craig?
1: I'd like to hit the person that made Exo Primo. <laughs>
0: So yeah, this is an upcoming third-person shooter game developed and published by Capcom. It's a multiplayer, Craig's favourite. love it. Um, in which you must fight against massive hordes of dinosaurs and mutated prehistoric creatures. It's an Xbox Day One Game Pass game, PlayStation PC, coming on July 14th.
1: Excellent, Aye, this is the game that when they first showed it off, everyone was like, oh my God, this is Dino Crisis. They're bringing Dino Crisis back. They even had... At the beginning of the trailer showing a female character with red hair that looked like the girl from dino crisis and then all of a sudden a portal in the sky opened up and dinosaurs started falling out of it, and it became a sort of wave shooter shooting different types of dinosaurs and i've never been so disgusted in all my life there was a beta where some people said it was actually quite fun these people are dead to me <laughs> the game is fucking dead to me. I just, I don't want anything to do with it. I want, I hope, I hope everybody that was involved in it feels bad. Do you remember the lassie's name in Dino Crisis? Oh, it started with an, it's a weird name. Oh, it started with an R, didn't it? Oh. How does he remember He remembers way too much weird stuff. Right. It's not Riley. Um, oh, it's quite close.
2: Oh, can't what remember, coldest can't coldest. remember. Regina. That's it. I said it was quite close there.
1: Regina. I... Regina the vagina. Cause that was that's quite a random name. I thought his name is to fucking know what that was. <laughs> so he he just since so so i played it as well, love Dino Crisis though. Oh, I mean it was it was just so a reskin, yeah. it was like a reskin of fucking Resident Evil except oh, they dinosaurs. took the zombies out and put dinosaurs oh, in. Totally was, but it was good. No, yeah, it was. Yeah, A lot fucking better than Exo Primo.
0: Mm-hmm. So regular listeners will be aware that we normally provide you with a deal of the week, but instead of a deal of the week per se, we thought we'd spotlight this week the ID at Expo Demo Fest, which is on from the 11th to the 17th of July. And as part of that, there's 47 playable demos, obviously for free that you can check out. Um, I'll not obviously list them all, but a few just to note. There's Lies of P, Alone in the Dark, WrestleQuest, Ghost Trick, Pixel Cafe, to name a few.
1: Yeah. Aye, so th- these are all obviously just available on Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's for one week only. Um, you can check out all these demos. Like, I'm not trying to diminish it in any way, uh-huh. but it is a little bit... There's a few of these demos where I'm like, You've got a wee bit of a cheek including that. <laughs> because I'm from what I understand, Eliza P demo is the same demo from like three weeks ago or mm-hmm. like a month ago. I think it's the same with Alone in the Dark one that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Ghost Trick got a demo three weeks ago and I think it's the same one. So but I've got forty seven there, so if anyone has if anyone has an interest in wrestling and hasn't checked out WrestleQuest, I would recommend that. Would be that. The it's one. really fucking cool. You've got like Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, and it I mean, there is Jeff Jarrett, but you just ignore him. <laughs> Most of the folk in it are legends. <laughs> Conrad Thompson's in it, is it? Mhm, playable.
2: Oh sake. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would
1: I please him? <laughs> I say playable. He's he's in it. He's in the game. All he's right. like a he's a character you get quests off and stuff oh. like. That. The game it's really fucking cool. I played it last year on PC. I, I think it's the same demo that was part of Steam Next Fest last year and it was fucking I don't usually like Turnberry so this is really fucking cool so what is this
2: going to be just like a wee separate bit and then it's like here's all the demos you can
1: download the wee demo yeah and you can download demos of loads of different games and check them out Wrestlefest out on the 8th of August so it's not long to wait for that Mm. if you like it
0: okay but enough about new games we're going back the way. In a new feature, every so often we're going to take a look back at an old gaming magazine. And today we're going to look at the very first issue of the official PlayStation magazine from November 1995. Um, so if you have not looked at this, um, there will be a little link in the description box. So you can click on that just now and sort of listen along as we talk through the pages. the mm-hmm. um, full
1: PDF of the whole... Which shebang. is pretty cool that that
0: exists on the internet, it must be. Pretty cool. Um, okay, straight off the bat, I've got a question for you. How much do you think this sold for and how many copies did it sell? 5 Okay. And sold about
2: 50,000
1: copies. Okay. I'll say three ninety nine, 99 and... 40,000 copies
0: both incorrect but both also not actually too far off so four ninety nine oh, and that's... and 30,000 copies
1: uh-huh. hmm. interesting I, I I was thinking so part of me was like it was the 90s it would be less but then it did come with a disc mm. so that's it would was have been more because of that five,
0: but then yeah how many folk were day one with a playstation that could actually use the disc on their first purchase of the magazine so you know Mm. Um, but yeah I just think it's interesting like especially those numbers like 30,000 people like when you think about the reach on a youtube video or twitch stream like now like that number is really really small
1: yeah Um, I mean avid videos that have done more than that exactly (laughs) (laughs) than the official playstation (laughs) magazine episode issue one Um, I might put that in my bio (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but don't say that your most watched video was fucking Ninja Warrior
1: what's wrong with Ninja Warrior?
0: well it's it's not great <laughs> it's
1: one of the worst videos I've ever made <laughs>
0: I'll leave a link for that in the description too if you want to go check that one out Yeah, no, don't bother um, so yeah what, what did you think about
2: this I magazine? I think it's amazing how much magazines haven't really changed like yeah. the, the layout the way it looks, just the way like the aesthetic of it, like you could think that was today. Aye, the you format's can, very similar. The format is the exact same. I don't know what else you can do with but I just thought maybe it would change a wee bit. Yeah. It's just telling how how similar it is. Yeah. The, yeah. One thing, the one thing I liked, though, was the, which I don't think they do anymore, was like, so obviously in this they grade it from 1 to 10, mm-hmm. but in that you've got. Specific bits where it tells it breaks it down why it's given it so it's like it tells you graphics sound lifespan gameplay presentation and originality which I think is quite a good wee thing to actually go what is this game actually all about why is it getting the rating it's getting
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it's, it's funny you say that, right? So on the white, I made a note here on Wipeout, they gave it an 8 out of 10, which they gave actually a lot of games an 8 out of 10. I, see, I was going to say that as well. Most <laughs> of the games are like 7 and 8, so
2: there's very... I was looking to see if there was any 5s and below, which was like 1 or 2. I there
1: was 1, like Five. they got 4, and I was like, oh, that must have been fucking awful. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so it was just funny in the Wipeout one, because under graphics they put the little thing saying quite astonishing... And obviously I'm looking at this thing and there's screenshots and I'm like, I can't even make out what the fucking, what the vehicle is. Like, it just, you know what I mean? It was like the graphics were listed quite astonishing. You're looking at it going, yeah. what am I looking at here? I was the same when I looked at the Destruction
2: Derby pictures. I was uh, like, oh, the pictures are so dark. I don't know what, is that a car? Is that a road? Is it merging into a one? I don't
1: know.
2: <laughs> I thought Destruction Derby getting a seven
1: was a bit harsh. That was quite a... I loved it. I loved that game. Yeah, I'm not a big car car guy, but it was such a cool idea. And right. I remember, like, being like, Look at the damage on the cars. Yeah, that like, was awesome. Yeah, that was, what was awesome back then. You were like, oh my god, that actually cranks and like
2: creaks and like, all that kind of stuff. Like, obviously,
1: I think with this first issue the disc, it didn't have playable demos. It was all like, just ones that you could sort of view. But I did. There were a couple. I th- that were playable. Uh, yeah,
0: I wrote them down. All oh, right, was that? I? I thought I read
1: that as well. That they were all.
2: Because
0: thought... Oh, I thought I uh, Nova Storm and Lemming's three D.
1: Playable. Ah right.
0: And Discworld says they're all playable demos. Ah
1: Because right. I had the I had the demo disc where you got a playable demo of Destruction Derby, mm. and I played that over and over and over and over again.
0: Can I ask a really silly question? What's a rolling demo?
1: I th- believe it's just like you it's get just it's video. like a video of like You're two minutes of gameplay or something. Ah, it's like you're so you see it. the game in action, but you're not playing it. So a
0: gameplay trailer essentially. No,
1: like okay. what, what almost like a let's play. Aye, aye,
2: a let's play
1: on a disc. So you would just yeah. you would, it would instead of like I don't know, like if you get a gameplay trailer these days, usually it's like. I don't showing you from angles that you never cut. actually play from, whereas yeah, I think yeah. this is would have like the HUD and everything, actually okay. it be yes. actual somebody playing We're it. Just watching okay. somebody play it for like the first
2: half an hour or something.
0: I like understand.
1: That. But they wouldn't have had the foresight to like have somebody commentating over it or anything like no,
0: no, that wasn't no. a thing back then. That, that, yeah. t-
1: that took influencers in the 2000s <laughs> to come up with that fucking bit of genius.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, as, as I mentioned this magazine was like cover dated November 1985 in conjunction with the official console UK 1985. 95, right. sorry. Is that what I said? I don't know what I said. Um, this was obviously like the biggest hardware launch of the decade, which is covered across five pages in the magazine.
1: Uh, Eight- they're quite they're quite fucking low key about it, aren't yeah, they? Yeah,
0: pages 8 to 12 if you're.
1: Reasonable. I mean, obviously it did turn out to be the biggest hardware launch of the <laughs> decade, but the fucking brass bars on them.
0: Yeah, so there's like an inside view of the machine. Um, there's a bit about the marketing and the men behind the PlayStation. And then some concept, like, art and stuff as well.
2: How sexist. I'm sure there was a few women. <laughs> I thought that as well. Like, they wouldn't 1995,
1: guys. They wouldn't give a fuck back then, did they? <laughs> the, I thought, like, so obviously they... It's very cool that... I think I tweeted the, the picture out, but they sort of show, like, here's some of the early concept designs. They're all hoaching. Yeah, Every one of them had. Like... It's just so bad like if it had been any other one of those you're like we might not be playing playstations today mm. that yeah. controller that it looked like you turned it like a rubik's cube i'm like who oh. fucking wanted that who would have possibly wanted that is that for folk that will just get so angry that <laughs> maybe that was for maybe that was an accessible controller for disabled folk maybe the first accessible controller like
2: if you're like that then you could go That'll fit to my hands. It's a right? shame this isn't
1: a video podcast. It really is. It is you're missing out on a lot here, folks. Aye. <laughs> but even the mm. see so even the things like the console, like I don't know, like none of them looked any good.
0: No, they
1: didn't. No. I feel like with other consoles and stuff like that, you've seen earlier builds and you're like, oh that actually I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if there was like a if I could get a version of that one like just to set about as but all these like utterly shit they're so shit. boxy though aren't they when Aye. you look back they're
2: so boxy like just like they're just bricks like the Xbox and the Playstation are
1: just like big squares like I, I don't think I appreciated at the time but I'm see looking back now like not that the Playstation 1 was like a revolutionary design but like when I look at it now I'm like it was quite futuristic for the time looking wasn't it nah it looked cool in not you yeah the, uh, table yeah I thought I, I, they, I mean they definitely chose the best one like some of those controllers were awful man awful
2: and there was a bit in the, the bit where people write in as well yes, and, yes was. It, it's it's got a bit here that has a suggestion for like the next weeks or mo- next months so people right. can write in for that and the thing is uh, spectacular cinematic rendered intros to games are a complete waste of time and money they waste programmers' time and gamers' money and should be abolished forthwith. Intros don't add anything to the game itself, and you all never watch them twice. Perhaps they feel uh, with the development of the PlayStation, uh, we gamers expect such finery and nonsense. Spend your time
1: concentrating
2: on making better games. That's yeah. what they want you to talk about in the next month. Aye, that was their
1: controversy corner. Mm. They said, like, mm. they don't want cinematics and games. That's fucking age well for PlayStation, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, PlayStation is like the cinematic fucking third-person <laughs> narrative. <laughs> right? We're going to fucking hear that with no. Fantasy. And you've got the fucking... Exactly, aye. And you've got the official PlayStation magazine been like, down with this sort of thing. Um, there was a writing as well that I thought was funny, and it's just because it's... The, the the debate is still raging on today, and it was the title for it was honest scores, and uh, Jay Soames from Hull writes in, surely it's time for a rethink on ridiculous on the ridiculously outdated scoring system used in video game magazines. For years, it seems like an average game has been receiving upwards of seventy percent. I mean, half the time a reviewer will say that a game is distinctly average and then mark it at 73%. I'd have been bloody pleased if I'd got such an average mark in my exams. So come on, how about 50% for an average game? Is it the industry hiding behind scores or are reviewers too scared to put themselves on the line? I think we should be told. Like, I mean, that is literally a write-in that could have happened to this podcast this week. Yeah.
2: Because...
1: It's true. Like people, if someone sees a five out of ten, they do not see. Oh, that must be that game must be average. They're like, holy shit, that's it's a right. stinker, man. Yeah, five I out of ten, golem. fucking hell, golem. Yeah, like, I would say
2: average is like six, seven. Nah. Yeah, and then like.
1: But it should be five.
2: It should. You're absolutely right. Yeah. No, it should be. And then like four, like anything below that, it's kind of like your game starting to get broken mm-hmm. in some some sort of way. Yeah.
0: But then I suppose that like, you could compare to. I don't know, like school grades and university grades and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I don't know the exact markings of stuff, but usually, like, over 70s and A. Do you know what I mean? And so,
1: that is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: interesting, though, you're right. Like, it's.
1: I thought it was funny as well. Did you notice the, the page on WrestleMania, the arcade game? Mm hmm. So, I thought it was funny, they had, like, they obviously weren't wrestling fans, Uh, they had a list of wrestlers that are in the game, and so there was Yokozuna, Razor Ramon, Bam Bam Bigelow, Lex Luger, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Doink, and what they wrote next to it was, ah, wrestlers, um, okay, from right to left, we have E-Honda, which is Yokozuna, Steven Seagal, which is Razor Ramon, Big Daddy... Which is Bam Bam, so at oh, least that's a re- at least that's a wrestling fucking uh, comment. Then for Lex Luger they've put a some porn star. <laughs> uh, for Bret Hart they've put that bloke. What's going out with Paula Yates? I guess that must have been a joke of the time because yeah, I don't know who that, that would that, have that's
2: been. Singer for NXS, mm-hmm. my right? whatever
1: what uh, Then for Shawn Michaels they've put um an old Ray Orbison. For The Undertaker, they've put, oh, I know this one, it's The Undertaker. And then finally, (laughs) and for Doink, they've put, and finally, we have Tim Curry out of Stephen King's It. Dreadful (laughs) film, crap ending. It is a crap ending. The whole second half's awful. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I thought that was funny. And one of the absolute best bits, did you see the bit about the gaming lexicon? Mm, Yes. I don't think I've seen that, but. Page 46. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up because it's fucking, I mean, some of it you're like, fair enough, and then some of it is fucking gold. So, yeah, they just want you to know some of the sort of gaming lingo. So there's stuff, fair enough, okay, there's some stuff like arcade, uh, composite video, engine, which refers to obviously like the type of engine that the game uses, that's fine. Well, yeah, full, motion, us. full motion video, which is FMV, fair enough. But then you've got over on page two on the at the very top, and they explain what internet means. <laughs> uh,
0: it is nineteen ninety five.
1: I know. To and be it's fair. it is fair enough, but so they've got yeah, um, but they've got a scrolling <laughs> the global communication network of networks. Also known as the Net. Many, oh my mil- God. many millions of computers are all connected together over the phone lines.
2: Oh, but that sounds like an old person explaining <laughs> it, doesn't
1: it? Allowing, in quotes, net surfers. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm a net surfer. <laughs> to access billions of megabytes of information, I had the internet in 1995. You couldn't even. No, out- you couldn't could- download a picture. No, no. <laughs> By the time, by the time the fucking tits came up, you were done. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't even load a scud. (laughs) But it says here, download access to millions of megabytes of information about almost every subject known to man, primarily Star Trek and porn. Although the latter doesn't say that, does it? It says, although the latter is a good deal harder to download than the former. I mean even nineteen ninety five porn has never been inaccessible in internet. Really <laughs> no, I've never had an issue. No. Uh, but yeah, some of the stuff's just are funny. Like they've even got something down like SCART, which explains to you what a SCART lead is. But to be fair, a PlayStation's probably the first time you needed a SCART lead for your gaming console. Have you had it for your D V D
2: Oh, it was a DVD player in the background. Not 95, no, you're I right. thought. You're right. Oh, you VCR though. Ah, true, No, oh, no, I did. I think I knew what
1: a was. I, don't, I didn't need this fucking lexicon to tell me. No, I don't think anything. Well, some folk would have needed it. But probably yeah. not the people that are clued in enough to buy a fucking PlayStation magazine.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, there's some here that you don't know, because they're quite technical terms, I suppose.
2: But look, fucking Zoom. I know what fucking Zoom means the
1: fuck? I mean, it's just a word that means stuff outside the <laughs> gaming, do you know what I mean? Now video games have entered the domain of 3D, gamers can zoom in and zoom out of the action
2: with a press of a button. Tenacious, admittedly, but we think of uh, anything else, beginning with a Z. What the fuck? Yeah.
1: The part about the reviews that I found most disturbing. Some games had like f- a four page review, mm-hmm. right? And it was fair enough, okay, like Destruction Derby. Ridge Racer which was a fucking great game but then one page for theme park <laughs> are you having a giraffe But
0: well, they didn't realise the implications of some of these games and the,
1: oh, I'm, I the mean, legacy that they would then hold we, we, they didn't realise
2: the legendary status they would they did, like give eight,
1: they did give it an 8 out of 10 they did. so at least they 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 scored that high but Life, yeah. lifespan would have been big for that one I imagine you would think so aye they also they gave um nba jam an eight out of ten that was really good rayman getting a seven that was a wee bit weird because that's a classic mm. but yeah the review scores were all kind of a muchness weren't they
0: yeah speaking of classics though there was a like study done uh recently by video game history foundation and they said that like 87 percent of classic games Like, so ones that are released before 2010 are like all out of print. So there's only like 13% that are still available today. And it's quite, Mm -hmm. it's quite sad. Like, when you think about it, and I don't know, like the preservation of that piece of history, I just kind of worry a little bit that.
1: It's... there is starting to be bits of like a kind of movement for towards preservation of video games mm-hmm. and like I don't know I just don't think people are taking it serious enough yet but it is something that needs to be preserved like it's the biggest mm-hmm. fucking it's multimedia it's a huge industry like... it's massive and people need to start taking it seriously like I don't know the fact that we can see these magazines that's cool as fuck like I don't know like I put this out on social media and in the Discord that we're going to be covering this and like it's one of the most positive really feedbacks good response, we've, we've yeah. had from people who was like, holy shit, that's really cool they, what they want us to cover this and like, the people want it.
0: yeah, speaking of, we'll just go, go to some of the writings that we got so, uh, no name, I don't think it says, Craig, how did it feel reading about Goldstorm, the predecessor to ISS Pro and PES
1: I forgot Goldstorm existed So that came out the year before ISS Pro. Mm -hmm. No, in fact, it would just been ISS. Yeah. Uh, International Superstar Soccer. It came out the year before that. And, like, I had to go back and watch, like, a video of it briefly. And it's very... Like, you can see that it's, like, a sort of older version of the engine it's not great like by the time iss came out it was much much more refined but Mm -hmm. yeah it was it was interesting seeing it because it was like in japan they were called win in 11 Mm -hmm. and it was this was a win in 11 game so they they did start with Goldstorm and then they renamed it over here right (laughs) um yeah better days
2: and it was a game i remember like there was i think it wasn't reviewed it was like previewed it's called fade to black Mm. that was like a like I was the first game i remember playing that was like kind of story and that kind of stuff and I yeah what the fuck's going on here remember that
1: i remember a demo for that didn't i didn't i don't think i played
2: the full game though yeah i played it i played for it yeah i remember it being good obviously it's shite oh aye of
0: course mm. <laughs> uh, f- Baz wrote in, said, I remember buying the first two issues of this magazine before I got my PlayStation. The cover discs harked back to an era of 8-bit and 16-bit gaming with demos you could play, albeit no full games like that time, which was not possible on cartridge-based consoles. Said, Issue 1 felt very much like a companion to Edge that I still subscribe to and the lineup looked phenomenal. Ridge Racer, Tekken, Destruction Derby and Wipeout all started here for the home. It truly felt like a quantum leap in gaming and completely changed the competition from the usual Sega, and Nintendo discussions. Don't think we'll ever see the like of it again. Given the buying of studios, both Microsoft and Sony, there will be no new competitor. So,
1: yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously, like as as the story goes, Sony wanted to get into gaming. They tried to partner up with Nintendo. Oh, that's uh,
2: right. With this, the, the
1: discount there is a prototype out there. It's sold yeah. recently for yeah. on eBay for like loads it's like it says like it's called like a nintendo playstation or something like that mm-hmm. um and yeah i there they're isn't gonna i don't see i mean obviously like we spoke about when it go, once it goes to cloud then you will have maybe amazon making a massive play mm-hmm. and you will have like some maybe like netflix fully going into it. So i suppose you could have that but in yeah. terms of like yeah here's a box and it's someone trying to really make a dent like microsoft are the last ones that are the, with the Xbox that's the last time we had that and it's the last time we probably ever will
2: yeah. aye there's no deal why would you even attempt right now you'd be best just
1: waiting for Cloud yeah there's
2: yeah. no point
0: uh, and lastly Jason said reading this magazine brought back so many memories what was the first game you played on your Playstation
1: oh, fuck I lose. have no idea <laughs> have no idea I got mine for Christmas in 1996 so I just over a year after this and the first game I played was WWF in Your House. Oh, that's right.
2: I remember
1: that. Which but you played it before Christmas, you naughty boy, didn't you? Not that one, no, because I didn't know I was getting the PlayStation. <laughs> I, like I genuinely. Is that the next year? Aye, the next year I was <laughs> I was writing about it. No, <laughs> you hidden, I knew so about they were fucking snuck in. I know. And he's told me this story. <laughs> and no, put them back. <laughs> what with the PlayStation? I'm sure. Oh, not...
2: thanks, mum That is amazing. <laughs>
1: it's our fault for having shite hiding places <laughs> it
2: really is just chuck them in the cupboard who the <laughs> fuck's that oh my Christmas
1: <laughs> no I'm I sure have told the story but like for I'd asked for a Playstation in 96 and like my mum didn't have a lot of money so I was like I, I was sort of fifty-fifty. Like, will I get it will I not right. I didn't know and uh, I remember opening a couple of presents and like None of them went a PlayStation, and I was like, I was, no. I was fucking devastated. But I was just like, I didn't want to like, I don't know. Be Think about ah. so I was just like, right, ah, that's that's great. And then <laughs> that sounds like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, i see you, can't The battery's is great. Yeah, I'll play it
2: later.
1: <laughs> and then I remember my mom being like, right, remember we've got folk coming over? Can you go and open the open the curtains? And I was like, all ah, right. Yeah, stick it up. (laughs) And when I opened the curtains, there's a fucking box behind there. And I was like, wait a minute, square box. Oh. I knew you're happy. yeah, Fucking.
2: wee cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I just see you be like, like, look. I won't know, Wendy, mum. They bother me. Oh my god, mum, you're the best.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But then, and again, sorry, because I'm sure I've told this story before, but. So I opened it up, PlayStation, and I was like, holy shit. And then she was like, have you not noticed anything strange about the room? And I was like, what? And I started looking about, and underneath some of the, like, decorations, there was, like, little wrapped-up presents, and I was like, "The fuck. And there was, like, four or five games in the room, like, wrapped, awesome. little presents wrapped up, almost used as coasters with stuff on top of them. And uh, obviously, because you're not looking for it, I just hadn't noticed. Uh, and I'm like, uh, huh? 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 And then it was, like, a couple of games. Um uh. But yeah, was your
2: mum was good at
1: that though? Because she'd done that good thing with the calendar. yeah, it was like a fucking treasure hunt. Aye, that was quite good. Mm. Aye, so I, but I was—I mean, I was my entire life back then was wrestling. So even though that in your house game was objectively shit, I was just like, "This is fucking incredible! This is incredible!" Because it was—it was the same engine as that WrestleMania arcade game that's on this magazine, Mm. and it was like. Full Basically, universe, photo like photos of the wrestlers in two D, and the it was an arcade game. It was more like Street yeah, Fighter than it yeah. was wrestling. It was aye, utter I just shit. Think that,
2: like not the clown could
1: like, bang a hammer out. for it was totally on my top. Aye, mm. it was fucking awful. Yeah. Um, I just one last thing for move on. I did think it was interesting. i
0: not get sure what my game was.
1: Oh, sorry, on your Jess. I
0: don't actually remember, but I assume. Either Tomb Raider or Crash, I think would have been the first.
1: Mm. That's a good point. Uh, probably. Tomb Raider must have been early for me. I didn't get that at, at yeah, I like, when it. I didn't, didn't get that with my PlayStation. Or definitely mm. not. I think I maybe borrowed that off my cousin. Um, no, sorry. I was, I was just going to note that um, two things. Actually, there was a there's a bit where there's a spotlight on EA, and um, it's a double page spread on EA about how they're attempting to corner the sports game market. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I ah, fucking called that mm-hmm. pretty well. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they fucking dominated that. There was also a thing about Cap, the Cap, the return of Capcom, which is interesting because they've had a sort of renaissance in the last couple of years. But it says, "quote Capcom's other biggie is Biohazard, a texture mapped three D polygon fest of alone in the dark proportions, and that's mm-hmm. the game that they're going to be Resident Evil." Yeah. But just interesting, like, Alone in the Dark would love that fucking comparison today. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) But back then, it was just, aye, just, just cool. Just really cool looking back on it. I
0: thought the ads were quite interesting as well. There was a couple of, like, full-page ads. One for HMV, um, and it said you got 60% off software when you buy a PlayStation. And then Virgin had a free bag of some sort. um, And then £50 book of vouchers. But see, when you read the small print, it's like... 12 £5 off vouchers you got and oh, presumably you couldn't say. use them all at once. You no. think, oh £60, that's great, that's like almost right. a full game that yeah, you could probably right. buy for that but then but actually... five that no- said
2: you can't use it conjunction with uh-huh. other vouchers. So yeah, like, so it's
0: away. actually really a five it off but you've got 12 of them to, you know... That's bullshit. the shit used to get though,
1: Did you see the bit in the magazine where they were doing a giveaway? Where oh, yeah, could, for a TV. You could win a two grand TV. It was, yeah. a, it was a 28-inch TV. Yeah. £2,000.
2: Wow. Yep.
1: Wow.
0: But anyway, yeah, so I I hope that you enjoyed having a wee reminisce.
1: Yeah, I think next time, for for sort of, like, I don't know, fairness purposes, I'll maybe try and get, like, issue one of, like, the official Xbox magazine. Obviously, not every magazine is accessible, so we'll need to sort of go with what we can get our hands on. Yeah, that's true. And I want it to be stuff that we can post links to so that other people can check it out and get involved but um, we'll try and do an Xbox One next time but we'll also maybe go for an old Edge magazine an old like
0: Nintendo or something
1: as well yeah I mean maybe maybe I don't want to to entertain those fucking idiots
0: we're inclusive on this podcast we are
1: but if you start giving Nintendo fans crumbs they'll fucking (laughs)
2: yeah
0: okay moving on then let's have a quick chat about what games we've played this week
1: Craig would you like to go first I would okay (laughs) (laughs) I just so Dave the Diver right I find it impossible to say this fucking game without having the Bob the Builder song in my head every time I think about it I'm like Dave the Diver (laughs) (laughs) it does sound
0: quite silly I don't know why there is something a wee bit silly about it I think it's intentional it's not a serious game Mm
1: -hmm. but it's really, really good. Punk's doing the review for us just now. And I spoke to him and I know, I don't know what he's going to give it, but I know he's really enjoying it as well. It's just a lot of fun. So it is sort of like 16-bit pixel graphics, but it's really nice looking. Um, I'll be
0: back to this again. Remember when that was that plant that oh. really
1: looked like a plan. But that's the thing. <laughs> it's very much the dark side detective graphics. <laughs> it's a and game. as we know, I'm right into that. Yep. Right. So... The game is about you're this fat diver called Dave and this sort of like buff, like surfer looking guy, Uh, Cobra I think he's called, he invites you over because he's needing a diver. He's opening a new sushi restaurant Mm -hmm. and so you come over and first of all they teach you how to dive and it's cool mechanics where you've got like a certain amount of time underwater, you've got to explore and you've got like a cool like harpoon gun that you've got to shoot and catch fish. And it's just it's like a little mini game, but it's really fun to mm-hmm. do. Um and so you've got that aspect to it, but then you go back, you get to dive twice a day and you catch as much as you can. And then when you go back, there's a sort of sim management sort of section to it where you you choose what's going to be on the menu that night based on what fish you've caught. Okay, cool. And then you're behind the sort of counter and people will appear, and some will want a drink, some will want certain food, and you've got to run back and forth and deliver the food uh, to the right person. And also, uh, when it's a drink, it, it sounds so simple, but there's something just so fun about it. I think at one point last night, you were trying to talk to me, and I was like, Give me a second, <laughs> yes, because I nailed it. And like when you're pouring a drink, there's like a, a certain level that it should be at, and you hold up on the right stick and it starts pouring. And as soon as you let go, that's it. Whatever you let it go at, you can't, like, top it up. And so you have to, like, try and oh, time it, it right just it. right. And it sounds so simple, but it's so much fucking fun. And so I've not played that much of it yet, but I can understand, like, why it's getting such great reviews. Like, there was just news today that it's sold over a million copies. And it's only on PC now. Mm. Like, it's coming to Switch later in the year. It will definitely come to Xbox and PlayStation as well. Like, this is definitely going to be like a massive indie hit the fact that it's done a million on pc i'm really excited to play more yeah if it comes
0: to switch it seems like the kind of thing i would pick up and play on that
1: yeah i I mean i'm playing it just now but i'm like i wish i was getting trophies or achievements for this
0: (laughs) well you'll not get that on a switch but yeah
1: i will not because nintendo but it's it's fucking great really good uh also play more final fantasy i'm up to level 28 now story still strong side quests are still shit some of them are better than others. There is some that, like, sort of pad out the world and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know, the sort of drive for me when you do side quests is that you, like, it helps you level up faster and stuff like that. But some of the rewards for the side quests are piss poor. Not all of them, but some of them you get fuck all for it. And, like, there's there's ones, don't get on. wrong, there is ones that are better than others, but there's sometimes you'll go up and it's like, oh, can you, I, I need wood. I need some wood, Uh to, to do the job that I'm doing and you're like right okay and you're, get that it's, it's literally a ten second walk over to the person that's got wood and he gives you wood and then you walk back over give it to the person and that's the side quest done and, and I'm like this. what the fuck
2: bless you for this wood.
1: and because five it's like, because it's final fantasy there's like 10 minutes of dialogue between you like getting this wood and giving it to bob over the corner so that kind of stuff not necessarily like paced that well but the game itself is fucking really good and the combat's brilliant like some continuing to really enjoy that want to keep pushing on with it and the last thing was the last hope which we spoke oh, about yes. last week the this last
0: of us is- last hope
1: yeah, this is the 99 pence last of us rip off. I say 99p, it was 90% off. It's meant to be eight quid. Wow. But I don't think they would ever have the balls to stop Absolutely. stop the sale. Yeah. I think it's a permanent 90% off. Okay, I see. So 99p, I'm disappointed because I wanted to come here tonight and have a right good laugh taking the piss out of it. But
0: it's actually quite good. Is that what you're going to say? No. Because that's one of your phrases.
1: No, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> the graphics for a Switch game aren't bad. Like, I thought graphically it would look terrible. It does not. Okay. The performance isn't even that bad. Like, it runs pretty smoothly. I mean, don't be wrong. You start in a room that's the size of a fucking toilet, and as soon as you go out the door, it has to load. And every okay. time you go out a the door, it has to load. But you go out into, like, a pretty open space that's fairly well detailed, has... Loads of enemies, and it runs pretty well. But I just I don't under I mean I don't think there's much of a story to it. There is a sort of like intro where it's just like it's a selection of slides and some text telling you that the world's went to shit and that it's day two of this zombie outbreak. That's about the most you get. What and kind of
0: game is it though? What's the gameplay like? Some sort like, of
1: survival game. I don't I don't outside of that I don't think there's much of a story. You're just running about bashing zombies' heads in.
0: But what is it like? a first person shooter like, a, like no, what is it no it's third
1: person it's like a third person you maybe do get a gun at some point I've just okay. got a melee
0: okay.
1: like a bat just now um, but they've got an interesting mechanic I say interest and that's a stretch um, where you've got two bars one's a health bar Another one's like a stamina bar mm-hmm. now the way a stamina bar should work is it should go down and then if you don't do anything it should go back up yeah. that's how stamina works that's just <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that that should have been the
2: lexicon Uh, It should be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But this, it just goes down and stays down. So I played it earlier and I'm swinging the bat like a fucking mentor and killed a bunch of zombies. I was outside and all of a sudden the bat doesn't work anymore. And it's because my stamina bars went down and will not go back up.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: so it doesn't tell me what to do, but from what I understand... Well, sorry, at some point it did come up saying I need food. So I was running about the world trying to find food, couldn't find any, and then I came on to record this podcast. So, yeah, a little bit disappointed. I will give it a little bit more time in the hopes that it gets worse and I can take the piss out of it more, but at the moment, it's a not good game that is worth 99p, and that's disappointing.
0: Okay. Well, that's a nice summary there. Thanks very much for that. You're welcome um i have obviously played more zelda i am still grinding through that not much grinding more in that pool not much more to report really um and also as part of the ID xbox um demos that are out there i tried worldless um which is like a little 2d action adventure platformer um you're sort of a person but like you've only got like a little circle for a head kind of it looks cool and it's got like okay. a nice aesthetic and stuff like that Um, you kind of jump about glide and then dash through this like world Um, but then you run into some enemies and it becomes turn based sort of rules and I was a bit like I, I struggled so many times until I realised that's what was going on I was like ah ok I see what's happening now this is why I'm struggling because I don't play these kind of games Yeah. so but I don't know I think yeah, if I just give it, if I understand now, you know, it maybe needs a bit of patience and timing rather than just tapping on A and hoping for the best, Um, I might, I might persevere with it. But it doesn't have a release date yet. There's a TBC on this one, so I don't know actually when it's coming out. Um, okay.
1: But yeah. But it might be all right. Yeah. Fair enough. I
2: tried Hollow Knight,
1: but I wasn't much of a fan. Were not? Oh, you'll get some hate for that. We've got some big time Hollow Knight fans. i just going to be bored with it. It doesn't it's, look bad, don't I know. No, felt a wee bit basic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this. This is gonna Whoops. be fucking great. <laughs> There's multiple people that listen to this podcast that are literally lighting candles, waiting for the sequel to be uh, to get a, a release date. Who? James, Punk, others. I just no. I I liked it, but I just it's, it gets I was, too hard was,
2: for me. If I had a magazine, I would put it out of five.
1: Oh, <laughs> love it! I love it.
0: You can't say that if you've not completed and played it. The full thing, though, can you?
1: No.
2: Well, well, saying that, Jess, some of the there's a bit up the top of these reviews that says how much percent they've played it. Oh some really? That's tried. interesting. And it says fifty percent, and it's like wow. So oh, okay. Yeah. So obviously, feels if they've played it enough to give it a review. That's interesting. So I played maybe a solid half an hour. <laughs> right. And that was me. One percent
1: then. <laughs> what I would say is like you were talking earlier about receiving hate on the internet and you're like you receive hate really? <laughs> <laughs> it's in- bring, it on, <laughs> you bring it on. It's going to be a fucking interesting couple of days at, for you. At AK
2: Garfunkel come Ooh. at me bitches. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Okay, time for the news.
2: News, news, always believe in the news. We are bringing you the news. The your digging team, always believe in the
0: news. And I guess, guess, well, yeah, I think we have to start with a biggie. So a verdict has been reached in the Microsoft versus FTC trial. California judge is allowing Microsoft to close its acquisition of Activision Blizzard after the five days of grueling testimony that occurred. Microsoft still faces an antitrust case by the Federal Trade Commission, but George Corley has listened to the arguments from both the FTC and Microsoft and decided to deny the regulators' request for a prelim- preliminary... That's a really hard word for me to say, I don't know why. Is it a Scottish thing? Preliminary. Pre- it's like preliminary. purple burglar. You, that's Pre- really hard to say, isn't it? Uh, no, um, yeah, So the ruling isn't necessarily the end of the process. FTC can obviously still appeal the decision and it's also separately challenged the merger in a parallel process running in an administrative court um, but the judge's ruling does sort of allow Microsoft now to close its Activision Blizzard deal ahead of the July 18th deadline but only if the company's willing to sort of close around the UK but it, it did also come out later as well that the The CMA Competition and Markets Authority UK regulator moved to obviously to block the proposed acquisition in April, but they have the Microsoft and CMA have both agreed to pause their legal battle in order to further negotiate. So Microsoft President Brad Smith said, "We are now considering how the transaction might be modified in a way that's acceptable to the CMA." So that's where we're at as of recording on the 11th of July. Things may have changed by the time this releases, but. Um, Basically,
1: it seems like the CMA are now going to fold like a cheap suit.
0: I mean, MIPS.
1: I think, obviously, it's not necessarily done, although it does seem like it will now be done. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, I feel vindicated a bit. Like I said from the start, I think this will go through. There's too much money on the line. I, mean, I just That's the way I always look at things. What outcome is going to get more people rich Sorry, not even that. What outcome is going to get more rich people even richer? <laughs> yeah. And that's usually what happens because if there's a lot of people in power that are set to make a lot of money, they find ways round, even if it shouldn't happen, they're like, they'll find ways round it because there's important people that stand to gain from it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I always thought this deal would go through. And I, but I think it's I it sets a bad precedent because... I mean, the knock-on effect from this, you have to imagine Sony are now going to go, right, who are we fucking buying? And Mm -hmm. then they won't make as big a purchase as Activision, but they'll go and they'll buy fucking Square Enix or... Try and buy from software, or like, and then Microsoft will be. Like, well, we're fucking buying IO Interactive, and then it'll be. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be back and forth. Oh, I don't know. It'll be. Forth.
0: It'll be an interesting period certainly ahead, but I don't know that there's a lot of decision making still to occur. There's a lot of moves people can make, and I don't know. I just think it'll be a time will tell story. I don't think there is going to be a. I don't know. There's not a set in stone outcome of how things play out. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. There's no way that Sony just go all right.
0: Well, no, but. I don't know. They they'll have a strategy that, you know, sits them and I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we got so we've got quite a lot of feedback from this. Yeah, uh, obviously. I, I pulled just a couple because um we'd be here all night. But um Rune ian wrote in said it's a huge win for microsoft but i don't think it's good for the industry it'll lead to more publishers being bought and games that would be multi-platform been taken off platforms it would be better if sony and microsoft built up or took a chance on a new studio to add to the industry instead I I mean that's almost my thoughts. Like I, I would rather that Microsoft had like instead of buying up existing publishers had put money behind like some new studios, like th- that to me is it, like internal natural growth is is a better thing I would say. Um Interesting here. I'm I'm sensing a little bit of fanboyism. Uh and I don't know if this is true, but if it is true, then fucking hell. Uh this is Saturin 3 said it's farcical. The judge's son works for Microsoft, and obviously didn't know. Obviously, she didn't know what she was supposed to be adjudicating on. The deal is still blocked, though, despite the weirdo Xbox fans' claims. So there's definitely some <laughs> fanboyism there. I can't believe that can be real. That the judge's son works for fucking Microsoft. Surely not. Although as America, so they get away with fucking anything. Um, Daniel L said. It seems as if the judge would be excused. Yeah, if that was that's the, a the conflict case. of interest. Surely, I would like to think so. Like I say, the only reason I don't one hundred percent say it is because it is America. Yeah. But you would think so, I I mean, given the rest of his message, I'm I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that he's maybe slightly biased, which is fine. <laughs> uh, Daniel L says concerned that this and the Twitter rabble response will be seen as a green light by Microsoft to continue continue consolidating the industry. Surely they can never use the can't compete bullshit line after this. <laughs> uh, Punk from what the fuck do you want? Said it's really funny, and Chris put the wee shrug gif because he doesn't care about Activision games, even though he's a solid PlayStation fan. Mm. So yeah, I just it's one of these things like we're going to have to talk about it again. <laughs> I I was I was I was so I was so tempted to just not bring it up at all. You know that way? like oh, Like, getting Neil Armstrong in for an interview and just never mentioning the moon once. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, inviting him in for an interview and being like, right, so Neil, we're going to interview you for half an hour. Obviously,
2: so what's your diet, Just Neil? Aye,
1: just, just random questions, obviously. Tell Neil. us what
2: you eat on a day-to-day basis. Aye.
1: And then not once bring up the moon. But no. Yeah, I, I think it's going to go through. I think people have sort of realised that now. Um, Twitter must be on flames right now. In flames.
0: Yes. Um, Okay, let's move on then to Friday the 13th. So the game's slaughtering days are numbered unfortunately due to the licence for the game set to expire on the 31st of December. The game will no longer be available for sale from that de- date onwards either physically or digitally but you will still be able to play it for another year until the 31st of december 2024 and um, but yeah the, the news this week is a sort of thank you each and every player will gain access to the 30 most popular legendary perks with the best possible roles, have all challenge skulls unlocked, and have their account boosted to the max level of 150. Um, they said it was to sort of help reduce the dependence on the database servers. Um, so yeah, these changes will be made for all players on Thursday, the sixth of July. So that's already been. So that has occurred.
2: Is it quite a popular game, though? You think maybe if it was, we'd maybe just like try and keep it around but like, just change it to some
1: generic thing I think it's it did do fairly decent I don't think it reviewed that well it was a sort of middling game but I think mm. it did do alright there was that and Dead by Daylight and what I think maybe Dead by Daylight did better than it um, because so Friday the 13th sort of pigeonholed itself by being Friday the 13th yeah whereas Dead by Daylight they've been able to like bring in like well known sort of like killers and monsters and stuff like that over the years like that they were the ones that had that thing where they're bringing Nicolas Cage in yeah yeah. Uh, so yeah, Nicholas Cage is coming into it. He's well, Dead by Daylight. He's coming in as like yeah. a survivor. It's a similar type of game. I, um, I, love Cage. I know, <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's one of these things though where either cause the thing's shutting down now, they're going to give you all this stuff. But how do you feel if you're someone that's paid for that stuff? Mm. Now granted, if the game's kind of been moonlighted, then fair enough. But at the same point, I don't know, if I'd spent like a hundred quid on all this stuff and then I'm like, fuck's sake, now everybody's getting it for free? You okay. would be a bit miffed. Depends how long you bought it, That's true, yeah.
0: I'm miffed that they didn't, like... I mean, the 31st of December this year is a Sunday. Why? It should be a... They should have ceased it on Friday the 13th, no?
2: <laughs> they
1: should, have. I. That would have been quite good. Yeah. That's why they need you in marketing. Exactly. You're wasted yeah. over at Pure Dead Gaming HQ. <laughs>
0: Uh, Next up, Hitman Team IO Interactive has opened a fifth studio in Brighton, UK to help create its James Bond game titled Project 007. The core team is already said to be in place um, and along with the developers' other four production houses, it'll make, quote, significant contributions to the ambitious development and publishing efforts on all games currently in active development. Project 007, Project Fantasy and Hitman. Uh, so IO Interactive CEO ha- Haken Abrak said, we are extremely proud and excited to open our next studio in Bright- Brighton where we see enormous potential to expand our incredible team and attract the very best talent from exciting UK development scene. So, yeah.
1: This is better news than I was initially led to believe because I, hit, at first I read it as they're opening a new studio to make the james bond game nah they're making it everywhere like so i was like are you fucking kidding me is this game not even properly in development yet what's going on i was hoping it was like i don't know pretty far along but yeah when you read into it it's like the game's already like this is just another expansion expansion and they're gonna help with the game so Mm. it's all good news because it's gonna get shit out the door faster Mm. so yeah
0: Next up, developer Black Salt Games have updated one of Craig's favourites, Dredge, the fishing experience game to include a photo mode as well as a new passive mode which strips the game of its horror elements and monsters. The free patch doesn't let you just start taking photos of Craig. You'll have to capture a certain piece of equipment in the ocean, making you work for it in a cool little side quest.
1: That's cool, actually. This is still one of my favourite games of the year, mm. easily.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I'm not going to go back to it just now just because there's a photo mode been added because there is like, DLC coming later in the year that's giving you new like story missions and stuff like that. And so I'll wait for that. But aye, that's quite cool. And I like that, that they're not just giving you... Uh, uh, here's a photo mode added. Yeah, you, yeah. Must, you must have to like dredge up a camera or something yeah, like that, which
0: yeah, is yeah. cool. Yep. Developer Asobo Studio, responsible for Playtale Requiem, posted a job ad on LinkedIn hinting at future content. So they're looking for a senior gameplay animator, a senior AI programmer, game designer, senior and VFX artist. Obviously, of course, we don't know that if these posts are to support another game in the series, DLC or something else entirely. All very much speculation, but...
1: Lots well, so of folk are jumping on that it's going to be a third Plague Tale game, but mm. there was like interviews with developers saying that they wanted to move on to something different and stuff like that, so... I don't know. I think, to me, it almost just seems like people have seen that the studio that made a game is hiring for a new game, so they think it's going to be a sequel, but I don't think there's that much to point to the fact that it will be. I'd like to see, like, the games they make are really cool. I like the Plague Tale games, but I'd like to see them do something in a different setting, a different time period. Like, maybe do one in, like, I don't know, Victorian times or something like that. Like, that'd be cool, rather than another one in France. Mm. Is
0: it France? Yeah. I a... um, Next up, Respawn Entertainment has reportedly started development on their next Star Wars Jedi game, presumably a sequel to the recently released Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Multiple job postings also specifically for the Star Wars Jedi team have popped up, including a senior VFX artist and principal game writer. Uh, game director Stig, um, as- oh God. Stig Asmussen recently told IGN in an interview that I always wanted to see this as a trilogy. Would you like to see a third third Star Wars Jedi game?
1: Yeah, they're good games. I st- I've still to play through. I've only played like two or three hours of the second one. I need to get back to it. Like Everyone was fucking raging about the performance of it. So I was like, I've got lots of stuff to play just now. I'll come back to this later. But... Mm. It's cool. Yeah,
2: I like to play it. I've not the first one was
1: great. The second one, from what I played, the second one's better. Like the combat's mm-hmm. much more fluid, like just I Well if it is then
2: definitely. I mean
1: obviously I don't know about the story, like maybe that falls yeah. short. Like some people prefer it, some people don't, but it's certainly of a similar quality, like you will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Very, very good game. Need to get back to.
0: EA has finally announced that their Seattle-based game studio, Cliffhanger Games, is working on a Black Panther game with Marvel. Um, It's going to be a single-player with an original story, a third-person action-adventure. Obviously, it's still early in development, but they've said, we are excited to be working with Marvel Games to ensure that we craft every aspect of Wakanda, its technology, its heroes, and our original story with attention to detail and authenticity. That the world of Black Panther deserves.
1: Could be cool. I thought the Black Panther film was overrated as fuck.
2: No, like, with well, the second one. Have you seen the second one? No, kind forever. No, oh, that's
1: about. Is it?
2: No, like, just because it was supposed to have him in it, and they had to kind of
1: like. Oh, that's right. I oh, you know, yeah. died. Change course a bit. I've not seen the second one don't get me wrong it's not like the first one was bad but I was just like it's just every other superhero film but I mean I'm not necessarily the person to judge this because no, I don't think every are. superhero film's another fucking superhero film well they all follow the same formula aye um, I just I, I think as well when I, by the time I saw Black Panther everybody was saying oh this might be the best one yet like, and I was like absolutely not mm. but I suppose for some people it was Um, see what's cool though is the fact that EA are now clearly back in a mode where they think single player games are important like for ages it was either sports games or it was like fucking live service games games they can make money from aye that they could fucking have like constant revenue coming from but now we're like I don't know the Star Wars Jedi games with this they've they've come out straight away and said this is going to be single player like Mm -hmm. it's it's so encouraging that they've went right, okay, we get it, this is what you want.
0: Yeah. But is that not also because it suits, like, the character?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, they didn't have to make this game. Well, that's like, true. Like, I mean, they made Anthem before, and everybody fucking was like, get to, fuck. So at least now they're going back to single-player games. I I think see,
2: I mean, it almost seems to me like single-player's more like the old way. Like, that, like that's like almost, like, everyone needs to be all-inclusive of everybody can play together now. Yeah. I like just sitting in the and playing a fucking game I know you and know, I, been involved with
1: any other folk doing that and I definitely think EA are starting to realise that like those Star Wars games are doing really well they've got this coming out they just made the remake for um, Dead Space mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it sold a- really well so they're talking about making a new Dead Space game there's a like, market for it yeah
0: absolutely I mean they'll have the figures and the stats so they know actually what's they're more profitable and things like that, so.
1: Aye. Plus they're making that much money off of EA Sports FC 24 that, and the Madden games and stuff like mm. that, that they can fucking, they can afford to do whatever they want. Mm. Aye, but they're greedy. You just said it earlier. People want, mm-hmm. they always want more. Aye, it has to be year over year growth.
0: Mm. Yeah. Sticking with EA, EA Sports UFC, not to be confused with the renamed soccer series EA Sports FC, Well, officially... Be announced in September twenty twenty three. It was teased in a Twitter post by EA, saying it's coming soon. So,
1: I quite enjoy the UFC games. I've I was talking to Ben from Grumpy Gamers today on Twitter about this. Like, I sort of I was a big UFC fan. Like, we've been, I mean, you we've yep. been to multiple live UFC shows.
0: Got my picture ringside.
1: You did. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're on TV when that Scottish boy won and jumped the rail mm-hmm. like it was. I love the UFC but like I sort of fell out of love with it over the whole sort of John Jones thing like when they were giving him preferential treatment like he's failing drugs tests left and right and they're like oh here's a supplement box in uganda that's got a trace amount of steroids in it um we think that john jones sent that to uganda and that's how he failed the test so it's all right it doesn't matter don't worry about a two year suspension <laughs> and that's literally what it was like it was fucking horrendous yeah. and at that point i was just like you know what if it's not going to be a proper sporting like i watch wrestling right wrestling's fixed but this is supposed to be a fucking sporting event where someone can get badly hurt if somebody's cheating to become more powerful mm-hmm. and well, look so look at uh, what happened to fucking
2: uh, with Vitor Belfort and mm-hmm. Michael Bisbon. Nah, he got fucking annihilated because that Vitor Belfort was in like T- well, aye, he's on fucking heaven. the,
1: um, the T- HGH
2: that's it he was like a fucking, he looked like a superhero aye
1: uh, and like, he just like caved Michael Bisping's face in aye and it's funny like using that example so, there's images, you can look at it online, like, if you type in, like, Vitor Belfort before and after, yeah. because shortly, after, I think it was shortly after that fight, or a di- another fight, was when they brought in the USADA testing, yeah. where they would just randomly turn up and test you, and there's a photo yeah. of him, different and then human. a photo of him, like, four months later, and fuck me, he's aged about 15 years, Yeah. because totally he's a it. Um, but yeah because John Jones was such a big talent they were bending over backwards for him and it really fucking pissed me off and so I just stopped watching but I have for about six months now I've, I've had a sort of a slight urge to like Sort of dip my toes back in because I do miss it. I did really like.
0: I mean, I do MMA. have. I do have fond memories of going into labour at midnight and staying up. And I mean, there wasn't very much at that time on TV, so I, I watched it wa- It was Ronda Rousey, I'm sure. Really? Yeah. And I sat up like obviously to four in the morning whatever it was, like bouncing on my ball and you know having <laughs> contractions, just like watching folk get punched while I'm like in pain, uh, also about to have a baby. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a that was a time.
1: <laughs> I remember that it was good.
0: You were asleep. You didn't stay up.
1: No, I did stay up. <laughs> did you? Did you go to- ah, fucking rumble? That was no. I stayed up. That was one with Nathan. Remember, I was dying the next day. <laughs> uh, maybe. But anyway, it was a ronda rousey fight. I remember that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, good times. But yeah, I'm, so I'm. I'm going. There was a there was a UFC, UFC pay per view the weekend there. So I think I'm going to dip my toes back mm-hmm. and just just Sounds sort like of a lot see. Of fun,
2: by the way, I'm looking forward to.
1: It. All right. <laughs> See, see, one thing that I would say though is, what's the fucking point in putting out a tweet saying we're gonna announce a game in September? Yeah. Just fucking announce the game in September. An announcement about an announcement. Oh, fuck mm. off for that shit! I know. For a UFC game.
0: Tease and <laughs> a tease. <laughs> Aye. Um. Yeah, that's about it for the news. A couple of other just bullet points I've got. So, Marvel Spider-Man Two will be at San Diego Comic Con, um, for. Hall H panel called Symbiotic Relationships, so it's a kind of behind-the-scenes look at Venom and the Symboyites, is that how I say that? Symboyites? Yeah. Um. And the o- only up Fortnite creative map has peaked at 114,000 players, only trailing Fortnite's official game modes for the highest player count. The map has reportedly generated more than $1.5 million.
1: Is this that one that was shown off in a, like, at it- summer game fest or
0: something yeah yeah, yeah. I think so yeah
1: that was quite cool do you know I was just thinking actually do you know what they could do if they want to make a really big splash with that UFC trailer it could be Elon Musk against Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) and that could be it like Dana White's involved so it could be they could be like oh we're finally going to do the fight and then it's just an AI versus AI battle in UFC 5 and they're both playable characters But then again, Zuckerberg would have the fucking upper hand because he is an AI. (laughs) Okay. Main event time.
0: That's all for the news. Time for our main event of this week, which is our movie review, which we like to do every week. We pick a movie, we watch it, we talk about it. The quality of movies is normally shocking at this point. Debatable. Um, Yep. And this week's pick was thanks to our good friend Terry. Terry who suggested Tusk, released in 2014. So this follows a brash and arrogant podcaster who gets more than he bargained for when he travels to Canada to interview a mysterious recluse who has quite a disturbing fondness for walruses, hence the name Tusks.
1: An arrogant podcaster's a bit unrealistic, isn't it? (laughs) The The rest of it was all pretty much in keeping, but that bit I just felt a bit thought that was a wee bit on the nose
0: yeah I have to hold my hands up I've not done this for a while but I did fall asleep admitted to it I've (laughs) I've, I've mostly watched the films for the last however many weeks but this week I probably lasted about 20 minutes and then as per usual I somehow miraculously wake up just at the end so I I got the gist of of the movie
2: you missed us oh my god Would, would you like
1: to address Terry directly Andy what did you think
2: I just could not believe what I was fucking watching, because I did not look up anything. So I just got it, I bought the DVD, yep. and I put it in my DVD player, uh-huh. and then... Did you use a scart lead? A little Scott lead, I had to dust that off. So I done that, put some batteries in the remote, and yep. then watched that sucker, and then I was like, so, what am I we watching? And then I was like, but as soon as... A fair question. What am watching aye. And I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't know it at first, I did like, I knew it was called Tusk, cause I don't really understand why it's called Tusk. Fuck noise. And then, when he got to that house, and as soon as he drank the tea, mm-hmm. I knew something was up. Right, because it was like, it's a classic trope in a film, where somebody yeah. gives somebody something, and they drink it, and all of a sudden, oh, oh I don't know if- off asleepy.
1: Well, I mean, at, out. as we know, only paedophiles drink tea.
2: Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just alienate half the well, listeners. I, get including one him. I fucking love a cup
2: of tea. Aye, <laughs> uh, uh, but that's one... Aye, that, uh, uh, so that's. I don't even know how to... This fucking film... So basically the guy is a... Uh, zero killer, I suppose. Six, some six zero killer.
1: Uh, well, aye, uh, so... He's had an experience where he was on a boat with a walrus.
2: Island and he ends up with this walrus, Mm -hmm. so he's got this affection for
1: walruses now. But he Um, ends up having to kill the walrus, doesn't he, to stay alive? And he's always felt guilty about it.
0: So uh, do we discover this through like flashback scenes or something? He explains
1: it. Yes, he's he's always. I got as
0: far as the tea. That was when I was
1: out. Nah, Maybe to you drank the tea <laughs> <laughs> but you you just woke yeah. up as Jess yeah um and yeah so he's he's got this obsession with replacing the walrus to give
2: the walrus a fighting chance this time uh-huh. that's what it's all about because it's a fight at the end yeah
1: but uh... but to do this he doesn't just go and square go a walrus in the wild
2: he no, he lures people to his place and mm-hmm. in the, in the the guys of come and the, there's free like I need somebody to do all my washing because I'm in a wheelchair do all that sort of stuff but there's free room and board if you do it and I'll tell you these amazing stories and because the guy's podcast guest had killed himself he needed a a replacement story that week so he finds it in the toilet and he goes oh brilliant I'd, I'd like to come see you brilliant and the guy's like oh you don't want to stay and he's like no I just want to hear your stories and he goes he starts telling these stories, that's like probably about you start to fall asleep when he's yeah. regaling him with things. And then that's about where I'm like, well, what is this? You know what I mean? Uh, but then when he starts drinking the tea and starts like kind of going, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, something's going on here And then a guy he wakes up and he's got a fucking leg missing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's like that's one of my fucking nightmares. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: not a great start,
2: waking not a up great with one start. leg. And the guy's like the guy's like, Oh yes, the spider bit you a spider in parts and he's like well, what the fuck would spider?" and he's ate he,
1: his he, face this is Justin Long that's lost his leg
2: yeah Justin Long does quite a good job in this for a I think actually yeah he's committed yeah, yeah he's, they're all committed that's the good thing about it it's so ridiculous but they're all so committed to oh, the oh they bar. play it straight aye and the guy the 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 bad guy yeah. is fucking brilliant Aye, so the guy, the guy that plays the kind of serial killer, I thought he was really good as well. He did a good job. Sinister. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: So basically, he's, he's he's he starts like doing stuff to him. Like starts like manipulating his body and all that kind of stuff. And then, like you basically find out that he puts him inside a fucking human, like a a walrus costume. He sews him into it, made from other human
1: parts. Yeah. And it's so it's like, not, aye, so he, 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 he sews it all together so he makes him into like a human morphed into a walrus. Cuts
2: out his tongue so that he can only go, You uh, uh, uh. can only communicate like that. And he's just, the way he keeps on talking to him, You're a walrus, be a walrus. And he's just, on the, oh, he sees him in this wee island with the it's like a wee met, like, with this water run about it. And he's in with a chain on him, going, uh, 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 uh. But it's him, it's fucking him inside it. It, it's fucking disgusting it, it is, it is quite stomach is in it it made me feel horrible I'm gonna
0: have it. to have a wee look at the you see, imagery so. of this now yeah yourself. it's
1: like you can see that it's like human skin sewn together yeah okay. uh, to make funny. him to make him into a walrus he's got the the two fang things and like the big teeth it's aye it's it's pretty fucking disturbing like I don't know I'm not sure what to think about this so it's the film's not rated terribly like some people did enjoy it like I I don't know like when it first ended I was like that was fucking dreadful then <laughs> I don't know the more I the more I think about it the more I'm like it what I, I didn't particularly enjoy it but I'm like can see it, Jess. yeah that's vile like you say like you say, like they played they played it so straight and the villain was pretty good. It was great. And it was a disturbing story. So like I don't know and like so the investigator that appears at one point, even though I knew he was in the film, it took me like ten minutes to be like fucking hell that's Johnny, Johnny Depp,
2: Depp. It took, I was like a couple of minutes and I was like is that Johnny Depp and I, and I had to IMDB it and it was uh-huh. I, I would it... have clocked because I'm a Johnny Depp fan and I, yeah I, I was don't... interested I don't know that you would Jess because, because it looks you know. fucking he's totally, nothing honestly, like him he's totally, I think,
1: look, find the <laughs> and he talks like an absolute no writer ah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny,
0: awesome. I watched days and days of that trial I know I know his facial animations
1: I mean, now that we're obviously shown you a picture and you know that it's Johnny Depp... To be fair, it you know, looks it, nothing like him in that, looks, that picture. He's got cross-eyes now and then the accent...
2: Yeah, just the accent's
1: the really... I mean, I say really weird, but he's obviously playing the role well. Yeah. Um, It's annoying, actually. Like, I've been so fucking busy this week. I've literally not had a second. But Terry sent a bunch of follow-up stuff. So, apparently, like... This film's directed by Kevin Smith. It was on their podcast. Aye, and it was on the podcast to get the idea for it. Yeah. And then there's a whole YouTube video about the story of how they got Johnny Depp to do it. And I meant to watch this stuff and I've had no time. So I'll maybe put the links in the in the episode well, description or something.
2: Apparently they tried to get Quentin Tarantino to do it. Right. That part. Uh, and Quentin Tarantino was up for it. But then Hank, like it, it, it got mixed up and Quentin Tarantino thought he meant he wanted him to do the main part
1: right okay and he didn't anyway do that obviously Aye. he would have been alright. he'd never doing a wee, a wee part like that ah. but, um... but yeah I just I, I don't know I feel like my, my opinion changed over on a bit over time like at the time when it finished me and Castles were both like I can't fucking believe I've just watched that and I'm still sort of of that opinion like I don't think this is like a so bad it's good but I don't know
2: Something about It's
1: going to stick with you. Aye. is it? Yeah. It's going to stick with you. Like, it's got like a 5.3 or a 5.5 or something like that an IMDb. And when it fir- the film first finished, I was like, on what planet? But now that I think about it more, I'm like, it was really weird... There was good performances. It will stick with you. You're not going to fucking forget that fucking Justin Long flopping about. But it's done,
2: it's like serious, but there's a tinge of satire to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially
1: when the Johnny Depp
2: character comes in. That's when you can, right, there's a touch of satire to this. Isn't there? Really? Uh Uh-huh.
1: Because oh, he is a proper no-writer.
0: Yeah, a couple of the reviews, like, I don't know, headlines on IMDb, one says, I'm still trying to figure out how I
2: feel about this. Uh-huh. Um,
1: that's what I sort of feel that's, like.
2: That's the overwhelming thought.
1: what is it? yeah Yeah. I just don't know how to compartmentalise my thoughts <laughs> okay. on it. Mm-hmm. It's It was genuinely, like... Fucked up. Gross, but kind of so fascinating. That's another one. Yeah. And it's, like, see, at the end, so, the, like, you would think that they would, like, I don't know, it it, it seems like, I mean, he's obviously messed about with his organs or something like that, because it's, it almost seemed like he would still have the sort of, the gist of a human body underneath the skin that this guy's grafted onto him, but at the end, so after, like, basically what happens is the main bad guy sort of gets into a fucking... His own suit His own sort of suit That he can zip and unzip and no,
2: no, no, no It's not zipped he's, So he gets onto his own like suit
1: But it's a suit He could come back out of after Well,
2: it kind of it Breaks apart easier Because he, uh-huh. like, he comes out of it Like a cocoon To yeah. say, I'm ready
1: to fight Aye I, What I mean is He's not permanently in this no, thing No, no, exactly No
2: Because you're, you're right Justin Long It would seem I thought it was just a suit at first Aye. and He cut his legs off And sewed his arms all together So he couldn't get out of it But what what happens? What you're about to describe it seems more like he's actually integrated himself into it.
1: Well, I think, and that's the thing. I think he must have (laughs) because at the end, so the the being bad guy sort of busts out this suit and reveals that it's not actually gonna be a fair fight. But Justin Long still manages to use his sort of teeth fangs thing to fucking kill the guy. But then it fast forwards like I don't know six months or a year at the end, and the girlfriend and the pal that's been pumping the girlfriend. They both turn up. They go to the Manitouk Zoo. Aye, the Manitouk Zoo. No
2: fucking way. Why? Why are they going here? And then you know that away that he's going to be in there.
1: Aye. aye, and so he's still a fucking human walrus. A human walrus in a pen by himself. We're wee swimming pool and a wee fucking igloo. Aye. aye, and it and it looks like an abandoned playground or something. It's so grey and dark, and, and they-, they chuck a fish down for when he comes out
2: because like, all ah, that. What's his name again? What? What? <gasps> oh fuck.
1: Can't remember no, that like, let Wallace. So it it begin- is. It's. It is. It's because it's. It's. It rhymes with Wallace. It, it is uh, like Wally the Wallace. Walrus. Wallace. Wallace. So
2: they're like Wallace, Wallace. Then they chuck the a raw fish, and then he comes out <laughs> and starts eating it like the fucking penguins with Batman. Aye. And you're like, what the fuck? And he looks up. Ah, it's just fucked he up. He looks
1: up, and then she's like, ah, I love you. And, and then, then he's like, <laughs> and then the boy, and then the boyfriend that's clearly been having a f- the, sorry the friend that's clearly been having a great time riding her. Is like, no, no, let's go. Let's go. Ah, it's mm. so weird.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of grateful I fell asleep, to be honest. I don't think I want these memories etched in my brain. Um, um, Reminded
2: um, me, I don't know if you have watched this, but I watched this through Curiosity, the human centipede.
1: I've never seen it, no, but that it did. I, I kept thinking about yes. this must be a little bit like the human centipede. It's
2: easier to take because it's got that tinge of satire in it.
1: Right. Is the human centipede done serious?
2: Oh fuck out! I horrible. didn't realize that. Oh, it's mm. fucking horrible. Oh, I, it's so bad. It's no, there's no fucking comedy in that film. Right, Proper like as if some psycho done it. It's no nice. Um, aye, and that just like that, it made me feel like that because it's some guy taking people and drugging them, and and you wake up and you're fucking changed forever. Aye. You know what I mean, and it's just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay.
1: Aye, it's terrifying. Okay, that's plenty.
0: So, we rate our movies in the form of scotch pies, one to five, five being the best. How many scotch pies are we giving? Walrus, I am giving it one sleep emo- oh, sorry, five sleep emojis because I fell asleep.
2: Two. Two, okay. I'm gonna get a four. Hmm. Because I just thought it was disturbing, right?
1: A three. I want to go a three. Okay.
2: (laughs) But there's something about it.
1: Aye.
2: Like, I would actually watch it again. Just to let see if I could pick up. It's just so fucked up that I'm just like, what is this film?
1: Aye. So I know, uh, I definitely. Have to and
2: I think like, like it's it's gonna stick with me. So I think that's the market could film, So Yeah. Right.
0: Okay, we have had multiple suggestions for next week's movie review for some time that we've just sort of put on the back burner. But this week we are gonna go for.
1: Team America. Team America. 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 I Fuck have you. never
0: seen this, so, so I'm intrigued. It, I mean, it, it seems to me it's like Thunderbirds cartoon, so I'm not, it's not my jam, but I've been told it's quite like good. South
2: Park day, no? Yeah. No, it's it. the guy who's Is South Park. Mm. Street true, and Tree, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it is. It's Martin Tree. It's not Stone and Tree Park, that they make it? I think 100% it, it is. Mm. I think you might be right. It's been that long. So if you right? like South Park, you'll okay. like this.
0: Okay. Um and also just on that note like we have exhausted yes. pretty much all the the gaming movies but if there is any that you're aware of that we've not yet watched then um Why, let please you know. let I us know. Watch
2: them all. There is I a ca- you know.
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's a catalog of them on our website um, you can go check just to see what ones we have watched. Um or any other movie suggestions that you think would fit the bill of being sort of so bad they're good. That's the kind of theme we tend to go for. Yeah. Uh, Watchable
1: though yeah Boy, is fucking... something that we can rip the hole out of yeah that's um.
0: essentially what we're going for so yeah get your suggestions in please and yeah that is us for this week hope you have enjoyed listening once again if you've not rated or reviewed our podcast then please do that as well we would love some feedback and make sure you follow us on our socials including threads that's where we're at now
1: and stop DMing Craig for fuck's sake. Alright, uh, stop DMing Andy, the fucking. No uh, nasty come splice. at me, motherfuckers. The hollow the whole, the night. Whole, the,
2: whole the whole night hater. <laughs> like hollow
0: shite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.